Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Final Buster Podcast. I am your host with I am your host Tyler Harrison, not with me, and with me, Kevin Benet Amador. Uh, before we introduce and say how are you doing, Kevin? Um, sadly, tragically, this past Thursday, Walter Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky's father, has passed away. Um, I don't think they have revealed yet. I might be wrong. Yeah, he was. Why. He was dealing with Parkinson's disease. Yeah, there was like he was very like yeah he was dealing with Parkinson's disease and other illnesses through the past couple of years. So I some of them were probably do with that, but the hockey community definitely lost a great soul and what a hockey dad should be really. The greatest hockey dad ever. Yeah, the greatest hockey dad ever. Very supportive for the community, not just for his son, but for any upcoming hockey players. I know PK Subban actually posted a picture with him and Walter when he was like a little, little young boy playing hockey. So yeah, Walter always wanted to improve the game from the standpoint of, I guess, for the younger generation and, you know, helping out. And I, I know there's been stories about him, like always cleaning off ice and, you know, just a great hockey dad. And the hockey community. Yeah. But yeah, we still, our, yeah, we we live on, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know the funeral just happened today. I think it was. Yeah, and uh, Brampton, Brampton I think and they were in. Yeah, they're doing they tribute the, to him as well and everything. Stick so. cap. Yeah. All the condolences so, yeah. from the final buzzer team to the Gretzky family. So. For sure, one hundred percent. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, getting that out. Sad for the hockey community, but. Other than that, Kevin, how are you doing? You know, I've been doing good. Yeah, um, it's been big fight tonight. Big fight tonight. The three big fights tonight. Yeah, uh, specifically three title fights. This is going to be the best card of the year, no doubt. So this oh, is yeah, what sure. we're talking about quickly for anyone who's wondering. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get into it a little later, but I'll be watching it tonight. So yeah, for sure. Me It'll too. Be interesting. But let's kick off the show with. The big news from Toronto FC, Toronto Football Club, they have announced, uh, I think Friday, that they will be now playing the uh, in Florida for their home games this season, which yeah. it's not surprising, honestly. No. I expected this because, you know, Canada being strict and all. But, yeah, they're going to play in Florida like the Jays, like the Raptors. You know, maybe Toronto's the new Tampa, you know. Maybe Maybe. Tampa's the new Toronto. Maybe. No, there's a lot of uh, comparisons of what is this, like what province is like Florida. I feel like that's been going a lot around on social media. So maybe Ontario is Florida. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't really make any sense, but um, yeah. So they're going to be playing. Was it like just to start the season off or was it? Yeah, I think it's to start the season off. It says most of their home base games, I think. No, it says the club will make its home base for the start of the league, the major soccer league there. So they'll start the season there, and they're hoping by the time, you know, vaccines and everything rolls out, Canada becomes more open, the borders open up, and then they can go play in there. So, yeah, uh, yeah. for now, Florida, which, yeah, very interesting. So there's going to be fans there, and I know now with, like, all sports pretty much, there's fans in stadiums and arenas yep. in the States only. Yeah, in the States. Uh, Texas has completely just said no more masks. They're, that's you know, they said. 
there. Are, I'm not gonna like get into it, but like this is they get a rise in cases. Yeah. Don't 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 ask me. But um, oh. that's interesting though. Toronto FC, uh, going to play in Florida, kind of makes sense. Yep. But they get good, good climate. So. Yeah, good climate for them. Good hot. Yeah, soccer weather. The, the players are gonna love it. Beat Toronto's cold. Even in the summertime, it can get kind of windy. Yeah. So they'll enjoy it down there. But moving on, Blake Griffin this past week as well yeah. uh, decided to or asked for his contract to be terminated by the Pistons. It's now a free agent. So the question is, where does he go next? And I'm, I'm saying, you know, a team that needs enough uh, defense or not defensive player, but a, def- a power forward, they're out with their man right now. Anthony Davis is injured. Why not? I think Lakers will sign him to a minimal contract for one year, help him get a ring. So I think the, the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Once he uh, once uh, AD gets back, you fill up the line better. Yeah, it's a lot to happen. I think, though, um, it's going to be the Lakers. There's rumors that it's going to be the Nets. Um, Golden State okay. was it. Clippers. <laughs> if the Nets get him, that's pushing it. That's yeah. pushing it. I don't think they – like, I don't – no, there's no way the Nets get him. There's no way the Nets get him. So. No. Okay. They already got their three. They don't need another four. They, they got the stable of three. They don't need four. Gotcha. Um, I've seen the Clippers. Yep. He could go back to them. No, oh, yeah, for sure. The Lakers is a good City. pick. Uh, I think I saw the 76ers. Yeah, I did see the Sixers. How about I? You know what? I didn't see, and I'm throwing it out there. How about the Phoenix Suns? Why not reunite the? Um, what's it called? CP3. Chris Paul and Blake, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, Lob City, Phoenix edition. I mean, hey, Phoenix has been getting all these big stars. J.J. Watt signed there this past week as well. Yeah. So why not get another big guy in Blake Griffin, you know? Arizona. You know, I would say Memphis, but I think we're good already. Uh, so, um, I, uh, Clippers is a good one. I can see him going to the Sixers, maybe. Yeah, Sixers makes sense. You know, power forward, get more depth for them. Um, help out Joel Embiid, especially in your playoff time. We'll have to wait and see yeah. on where he goes. Maybe the my Sixers money. or maybe back to the Clippers. Oh, yeah. My money is either Lakers or Phoenix. I'd like to see Phoenix, but my money's on the Lakers. Yours is on Clippers and or, well, it can't be and, or uh, yeah. the 76ers. And 76ers looking like the team to beat other than Brooklyn right now. They're looking really good. If he goes but, to Brooklyn. Well, there's no point. Don't watch it. <laughs> Basketball's over. Yeah. It's, We're not watching that. But, you know, the whole exterminating contracts and players moving reminded me, you know, TSM posted this. It's interesting. So, um, you know, different players have getting picked one spot ahead. So, for example, we'll start with this one. Mitch Marner, 2015, the fourth overall pick was taken by Toronto Maple Leafs. The Arizona Coyotes, who were Arizona at the time, decided – no, fourth pick, I thought. Was it it went McDavid. Yeah, I thought it went McDavid. Once pucked ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dylan Strom, who's not even on that team anymore, and then uh, Mar- Marner. So my question yeah. is, Marner in Arizona Coyotes. Arizona Coyotes draft him, right? Yeah. Does he help improve this team? Is this a good fit? Would this help the team out at that moment? At that moment, uh, definitely at the and like moment. Now. And I, like now, let's De- say at keep- the moment, definitely because at that moment they were still like kind of rebuilding. 
Yeah. They didn't have they didn't have Kemper at the time, I don't believe. No. Um, I don't even think they had Ranta. Maybe they did. Um, no, they did. I think he was backing up uh, Lundqvist again. I think so. So they were still in that phase of rebuilding. Um, another on couple years later, they would have yeah, got Barrett verge. Hayden yep. and every on those picks. So Mitch Marner would definitely fit in the team right now easily. Uh, he could definitely play with the likes of Christian Dvorak, Connor Garland, uh, Clayton Keller, obviously mm-hmm. being another playmaker type. Uh, personally, I don't like the I don't like him in that jersey. Be honest, no. the picture. I, I don't know. I think it would look better. I think Arizona fans would like it. Matthews Some, better. Yeah, Matthews would look better in Arizona jersey. Marner. Mm. I mean, he would be a good fit, but I just don't like the look. So I'm I glad it think, didn't go that way. Yeah, yeah that's a, yeah. Let's yeah. Did it, are you happy it went that way or not? That's a good. Yeah, I I agree. I'm not just being biased as a Leafs fan. Um, I think obviously if you went to, um. Arizona, he would have worked out. I don't think they would have Phil Kessel. Um, but for sure, maybe, maybe you could I don't know, because that contract, you're having way too many high contracts at that point. Because Marner's like 10 million, then 8 million, which at the time would have been seven and a half, I think, yeah. for Phil Kessel. And maybe if they retain, I don't know. Um, so yeah, they might not have Phil Kessel. But still, that team still looks good. They might be in a playoff spot or a good, like a close to a presidential trophy team with their team, right? With Marner. Yeah. Um, for sure. Like you said, I'm thankful it didn't happen. I don't, I think, you know, you know, it would work out. Um, and I think Dylan Strong would work out for the Leafs. I possibly. Do. I do. I think he could be a good second line center if he was behind Matthews because we're assuming everything stays the same. I don't think they get Tavares at that point. Maybe they go for a winger that they need because then they only had his Nylander. Maybe they splash a bit of money on Panarin instead. Panarin's the person that comes to the big name that comes. Who knows? But um, no, you know, I don't like him in that jersey. I think Toronto would be obviously happy. And I think where he landed was right. Next one, an interesting one. Uh, in my opinion, kind of weird to see him in this jersey. And you probably hate it a lot. Jonathan Taze, though, going to Pittsburgh instead of, who was it? Brandon Sutter? No, uh, no, Jordan Stahl. Jordan Stahl. It was. I yeah, think Jordan it was Stahl 2006 was draft. Yeah, 2006. First overall pick was the Blues. And I don't remember who they took. Um, now it's they escaping. could have Angelo. Hold up, I'll look it up. He yeah, was, but Taves was picked third. Yeah, Taves um, was picked third to Chicago. Second was Jordan Stahl, who you not not Eric bad player. That's who it was. was Eric Johnson, overall first heck? overall pick. Yeah, two thousand and six. That guy's that guy's a like a third pair D man now on the uh, mm-hmm. on the yep. Avalanche, I think. Yes, oh. he is. Um. He, yeah, so yeah, Jonathan Taves on the Penguins. You know, honestly. He doesn't look that bad. You don't, you don't, you know, I think it looks weird. Very weird. Like, it's a little weird, but like, it's not as bad as Marner in the Arizona jersey. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And honestly, I don't really like Tames as a player. So like wherever he goes, cool. Um, The question is though, I think this is an easy no. They don't keep all three centers, right? Who do they trade? You Malkin. Crosby's off the table. Malkin, Malkin or Taze? He's Malkin's gone? Yeah, Malkin. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I think I'd agree. And then who knows how many more cups they would have won easily. Probably uh, two more. Maybe. 
I think when it comes to like Taves and Malkin, they're pretty much. I think Malkin's a better goal scorer. Maybe a better goal scorer. Like, I don't know. Taves isn't even playing right now. Like, uh, when it comes to like overall what they've done, Taves is better just because he's won gold medals and stuff. But yeah, uh, I don't know if they would have. I think they would have won the same amount of cups. You think so? Okay, so I think they both won three, right? Yeah, they both won three, so yeah. it's even pretty much. I Malkin on the shower Blackhawks though, that does not look good. No, it um, would not. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. This one is Leon Dreisaitl in a yeah, Buffalo Buffalo jersey. Sabers. Maybe honestly, Buffalo would still be the same <laughs> terrible team. Buffalo would be the exact. This this would have no impact, even no. though he's a great player. He would probably yeah. still be up there for like the scoring and everything. It's just it's they, just they actually Buffalo's I don't know if he would be because without McDavid, he's I don't know. I'm not saying yeah. he's well, I mean, he won MVP without McDavid uh, last well, year. He, he still was, had a good amount of McDavid though. That's true. That's true. I mean, I they mean, got Jack Eichel though. Eichel's not doing that right now. But, uh, I know he's not. He's not. <laughs> I honestly think Buffalo. I think he doesn't look bad in the jersey, though. So no, you know no. what? I give it a good ten out of ten there. Um, I think his playing career wouldn't be as good, for sure, because Buffalo sucks. I'm sorry, Buffalo is garbage. I don't know how they have such great talents. They signed Skinner to like nearly ten mil, scores forty goals one season, and he just dips. He's like, I'm good. I don't need one more of this. I got the money. I'm done. And then I feel bad for uh, Rasmus Dahlin. Darlene, right? Yeah, Darlene, yeah. Yeah, um, poor guy. You know. <laughs> a potential next, like, Lindstrom type player. Not Lindstrom. No, it's a Lindstrom. Lindstrom. Lindstrom, Lindstrom, yeah. 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 But you know what happens? He just got uh, dealt a bad hand. Buffalo just doesn't know what to do with talents. Wrist the line in. Uh, Darlene. They got a ship, Eichel. <laughs> Eichel needs to honest- leave. They do. They need to do they something. Need a, they they mess up with the Skinner contract. No one's gonna take that contract. Ocposo's nope. contract is awful. No, nope. yeah, yeah. Ocposo has another thing. Buffalo's just Buffalo. Six mil. Uh, yes. Their team they on paper looks so good, and they just trash. Their goaltending situation home. garbage. Yeah, Linus Allmark and Harden. You know, should have um, signed a goal instead of Taylor Hall or Skinner. Just saying. Next one. I mean, I, like I mean, can I'm we throw technically three picks? In there because Boston had three picks in a row and they missed. And the next three picks were Barzell, yeah, no, um, Kyle Connor and Shabbat. So let's do all three, let's just throw all three in there, okay? All three, and are we screwing the next two? Yeah, okay, we'll throw all those three, we'll throw off the next two. The next two, if those are wondering, were yeah, I think it's Petrangelo on the Jets, yeah, looks like Petrangelo, and it was Shifley on the um, Senators. Which might have the Senators helped. looks pretty good. Um, yeah, I like that one. But Matt Barzell does look good in a Boston I, jersey. I, as much as I hate it, yeah, he does. He does look good in a bar in a. Yeah. You know, honestly, he looked good in a lot of jerseys. He does. He is what for those that don't know, out of the Capitals, Barzell's probably like my next favorite guy in the league. Other than like McDavid, I guess, and stuff. But like that's like everyone's like. Yeah. Oh, I love McDavid. So yeah, shout out to um, Barzell with that between the legs goal on Buffalo last what night. What a surprise. Actually, it was today. It was today. It was, it was today, yeah. Yeah, what a surprise. We Garbage team, but no. No, <laughs> I, really, right the legs. I really do like Barzell as well. I would say he's my second favorite player if we're not picking anyone from our home team. Um, very likable. Yeah, he's a very um, likable guy. I like him. 
Um, I, this would I, definitely would... help them, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Boston, this always has so much depth, and like this just adds like way more. And yeah, for I sure. mean the it's... Islanders wouldn't look too hot, but no. Nope. I mean, hey. I mean, in a way though, they would either get Kyle Connor or Thomas Shabbat. So I mean, yeah, they still get a good goal scorer, or they get a solid D man. For sure. And now, um, I like here's the thing, and also a lot of people don't want won't bring this up. If you look at Boston right now, who's uh, who's there after? Krejci's gone and Bergeron's gone. You really got no one, like no big centers. So then you throw and you get Barzell, and now it makes sense. You know, okay, you might be able to trade Krejci, keep him, maybe move him to the wing. You do so much there. The team would look good. They might have won a cup, honestly, one year. They might have beat St. Louis that year. You never know. You never know. Um, but then let's say, okay, they don't take – Matthew Barzell, they go instead with their second pick in that draft. They decide to go Kyle Connor, I think, was next after Barzell, right? Yeah. So then let's say Boston just goes Kyle Connor. I still think Kyle Connor would look good in that jersey. I think so. Yeah, no, he definitely would. I think he fits that kind of style of Boston better. Kind of a hitter score. I agree with you. Uh, And then you got Shabbat with McAvoy potentially. Which would be bad. very interesting. Yeah, no. It's not bad. No, not at all. I would like to see that. That would be very interesting. Um, I have one more just for you. Let's go. Because you are a Leafs fan. So what if Line A was drafted by the Leafs? Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. I know he wouldn't last long in Toronto media market. He'd be gone. <laughs> I would be very disappointed. Just imagine um, Line A on the Leafs, Matthews on the Jets. I mean, Jets fans would love it. For sure. I wouldn't be too happy. Um, like I said, his <laughs> I don't think it would last long in Toronto media. <laughs> media would eat him. It'd be like another Phil Kessel situation. <laughs> so yeah. Um Just had to put that I in. got one for you. Oh, okay. Imagine Philip Forsberg in the Washington jersey. Oh wait, he was, and then you traded him for nothing. Yeah. So yeah, Mark <laughs> yeah. Erat, what a goat. The best trade in Washington Capitals history. Trading a potential uh, stud uh, or an aging guy. It's good I wasn't quite a Capitals fan. That, that yeah, you weren't there. You weren't there yet. You'd been in the Well, I, I mean, I, I was, but like, didn't know too much. I know what you're saying. Draft. No. Okay. It, yeah, now, knowing now what, what happened, you look back, you go, that's stupid. And trust me, I've been there. As a fan, I mean, hey, we had two Karask, <laughs> and yeah, the best Leafs of all, one of the best Leafs of all time. Yeah, he's won a cup. But moving on, big fight tonight. Uh starting at ten, we got UFC two fifty nine. I think it's two fifty nine, right? Yeah, two five nine. Yeah, I think so. Two fifty nine. Yep, two fifty nine. The obviously big fight is Adidas Sonya going for that light heavyweight title. Against Jan Blahovich, the light heavyweight champion. The guy that almost got cut by the UFC and then managed to not. So shout out to him. Blahovich, I actually really like him as a fighter. I ain't going to lie. He's got the Polish power. Yeah, we'll obviously talk about that. There's so many questions I want to talk about with that. And we'll also, uh, you mentioned this on our last podcast about maybe Audis Sonia going for another third title. 
but you oh, said welterweight. Yeah. I said something different. I will get more of that. Let's start it off. We'll talk about basically um, this card looks amazing. Other than the championship fights, first off, is there another fight that like you know tickles you pink? Like you love to see? You want like you're excited for? Uh, off the main card or just a prelims? Just prelims, main card, just not the championship fights. Definitely the uh, the starter fight for the main card, Thiago Santos mm-hmm. and Alexander Rakic, um, because this is a light heavyweight bout, yep. and these are number ranked four and number two. So potentially the winner of this fight could go against the winner of the Adesanya Blahovic fight. If, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, obviously, it depends how it goes and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. I like that. Uh, we're very well done by Dana White there. And yeah. Rakic and Tiago Santos are great fighters. Um, right now, they have Rakic as potentially an underdog because he's number four coming in. He's at minus okay. 167. So, you know, it would be interesting to see how that goes. And I'm, yep. I'll definitely be watching, obviously. Uh, the Islam uh, Makachev fight. I don't yeah. know his name. Um, I'm only interested in that because Habib's going to be in his corner. So we can see Habib again. <laughs> see if any of the media wants to mess with Habib. Yeah. Um, off the prelims. Mm-hmm. I know you have. I, yeah, I'm very interested in um, obviously the two you may. Um, for the main card, other than the championships, because the championship fights are always going to be good, um, I got, yeah, like you said, uh, the starter light heavyweight fight. Easily, whoever wins that fight's next in line for sure. And maybe Tiago, you know, Santos gets it again. Love the tattoo. Shout out to that tattoo. The freaking hammer on the chest. He's like Thor out there. I think that, yeah, that's, he's, yeah, he's, all oh, he gave John Jones a run for his money. Um, so maybe he's next in line. Maybe we'll have to see. But yeah, like you're saying, prelims, Dominic Cruz versus Case, Casey Kennedy. Kenny, sorry, not Kennedy. Kenny. Casey uh, I Kenny think this, yeah. yeah, I think this fight's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good fight. Um, both Can the old man Dominic Cruz actually pull it yep. off, though? I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? Don't you think, think so. after that Henry Cejudo fight, he's done? He's yeah. just coming back to fight, but doesn't get Maybe. the job I like, done. I like to see him. Yeah, sure. Why not? Maybe he does get it, but I don't know. It's going to be tough. And then with TJ Dillashaw coming back soon, which I'm pretty sure he's also bantamweight, if I'm correct. Is he coming back? I've There's heard about that. Dana White's been trying to talk and fit him in somewhere. It's kind of hard right now. Bantamweight's crazy. If honestly, I don't know, because Peter Yawn right now running the division. Can't say really running the division. He's only had one fight against Jose Aldo. Who, Jose yeah, Aldo. Jose. this this will be his first title fence. So he's not really yeah. running the division until he gets a couple. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, this one's hard for him. Sterling, I think it will be a tough one for him. But it's be a good fight. So let's go now talk about championship fights. Obviously, I guess the main event is what we're excited for. What we're always excited Obviously. for. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going to be a better fight, though? Nunez versus Anderson or Jan versus Sterling? Jan versus oh. Sterling. You think so? Easily. Okay. I, because easily. Sterling, as we all know, is a world-class like grappler, wrestler. Yeah. 
but he's very he his nickname is the um what is it funky or something like that yeah yeah so he's very like loose in the octagon mm-hmm. and like you get into a little like grapple he can throw like a little like quick shot at you and it's very like it's very cool the way he moves in the octagon so his striking is just as good almost as mm-hmm. his wrestling arguably sure. and then you have peter Yan, who's just an all-out boxer pretty much but yep. also can do very well when it comes to grappling so it's a very even matchup this is actually the most even matchup it comes to be- uh, betting it's minus 10 each wow. it hasn't moved since last week i keep looking Damn. at it she's getting um, the better right here um i mean i might throw some money on it eh, i don't know i wouldn't, wouldn't bet money on this not. fight because i would I, definitely not no i personally it's really this one's this fight this, this is, will, this be the, will be the will be arguably the best fight of the night. Oh, for sure. Aljamain Sterling and Peter Yandis might go to decision. And I say Sterling wins. I'm sorry. I'm saying now. I love Sterling. I like how he's like, I know it's a big shot. I'm calling. I'll go with Sterling. You know, I feel like Sterling's, he's, I'm a fan of him. He's really good. He did, he finished off Sandhagen very quickly uh, back in like July, June. Uh, that's why he's done this um, title fight, but Yon, I know. Yon is just something else sometimes, and he just he made Jose Aldo look like nothing. Jose Aldo was like one of the best in the whole bantamweight division. Yeah, but so, to be fair, I want to say best in the bantamweight division. One of the best. No, I wouldn't even say that. He's more of a featherweight guy. Yeah, but and when he got to bantamweight, he got rocked. That was his first fight. And bantamweight, I'm pretty sure. And he got rocked. Uh, he held his own, but Jan rocked. I think he's him been the there before, but he's. I know he's, he's better. He doesn't have the power for head or bantamweight, and um, that uh, not Peter Jan. Peter Jan freaking probably has the power to knock out middleweights. Honestly, he's got strikes. Honestly, I feel um, like Aljamain Sterling's gonna get a little too cocky with his like, fair. with that's his fair. like. His, obviously, his move styles and his style. He's gonna get too comfortable, too cocky. He's gonna go for like a yeah. lead kick into like his takedown, which he tends to do a lot. And Jan may catch on and deliver a big blow. And I think this fight, it either goes to the decision or Jan wins third round knockout. Oh, interesting. Third round, like TKO, 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 yeah. KO. But like he did with basically uh, Jose Aldo. Yeah. He's gonna catch if Jan wins. He's gonna catch him, and it's not gonna look pretty for Sterling. I got I got Jan. You got Sterling. All respect to Sterling. Now the one, the one I'm interested in, really. I know this is a surprise to some people, but Amanda Nunes versus Megan Megan Anderson. Anderson. Now the the reason why I say these two, I, I don't think there's gonna be a bomb fest. I hope, but those two can throw bombs. I think this might be one of the hardest hitting women's fights we might see in a long time. It has the potential to do it for sure. Like I'm just saying, they got bombs on their hands. Obviously, I think Amanda Nunes walks out champion again. I think she defends. But it's going to be a war between those two. I'm hoping good shots. Hoping it's a big, big fight. I think this has potential not to be fighter of the night, but I think we see a knockout of the night by Amanda Nunes at some point in that fight. You're thinking here. You're thinking, dude. Uh, yeah. No, I have to agree with you. Amanda Nunez is 
She made Cyborg look like nothing in the first round. She made Ronda yeah. Rousey look like nothing in the first round. So, without it's no question really, it's going to be Amanda Nunez, and this this is probably going to be a slugfest. Oh yeah, I first two rounds within the first two rounds, Megan Anderson. Oh for sure. Him. Here's the thing though, like, Megan Anderson people... is a good striker though. Yeah, she is a good striker. Both are good strikers, but I think if it's going to be an all-out slugfest, Amanda Nunes is going to win. Amanda Nunes is just just the goat in women's division right now, and probably you could argue at some point the goat of the UFC if you really want to. Um, it's your take. I might not agree with it. I think John Jones is still the goat because of what he did and what he's accomplished. But nothing against Amanda Nunes. She's worth one hundred percent. Ronda Rousey set the trail, but then she just blazed it and destroyed it and then created a whole new path for women fighters, for sure. And I think Amanda Nunes continues it um, and in great fashion. But we got to talk about the main event. Blahovich versus Adesanya. Big one. I mean, I, can Adesanya take a, a light heavyweight shot? Can he handle power? We'll have to see tonight, but Adesanya is more of a counter-striker, so he might not take a lot of shots. We're going to see him aggressive, though, because he is the challenger, not the champion. Even though in the um, Costa fight, he was very, very aggressive, man. Um, the one, you know, I like what you said there. Can he take the shots? Because he can take the shots because in the kickboxing, he went up to light heavyweight and even heavyweight. And uh, okay. he also did boxing, and he went up to heavyweight, and he beat the best boxer available at the time that he could okay. face. Um. So I think he could definitely take the shots. And uh, UFC or it was UFC or TSN put out a, a poll, like how many championships like are going to be changed tonight. And I voted one. And this one is Adesanya. He's going to beat Jan Belhovic mm-hmm. by decision. You know what? <sighs> I love Jan. Polish no. power, I'm all for you. But and it's kind of sucks because he just won it off a great fight back on Fight Island in September, and and you know right then and there I was like, this guy's got power. This guy's actually like he's got a story. He's got a kid now and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And he's such a like a lovable guy. I've been watching the Embedded series. He's very positive and everything. Adesanya, I'm just saying, when he gets into that octagon, he gets into the zone, and then. He shows all his skills in there, and it's over. And he did it yeah. against Costa. He's done it against uh, Romero, even though Romero fight was awful. Um, he's on a countless amount of times. Silva, he's finished them off. So I, I have no question. I think Adesanya does beat Jan Belhovic tonight and becomes the two-class two uh, champion. And then that obviously brings me to the question, like, does he go for third or does he just stay in the two? Does Dana even wanna, accept a third yeah. potentially? Like, I don't think Dan would like even want that. Here, that one guy. Before we go in that, I do want to give, you do bring up the fact, yeah, kickboxing and yeah, you know, he boxed and heavyweight and light heavyweight, but let's be real here. John Jones fight lightweight his whole life and people are like, oh, can he handle the heavyweight shots? If he runs into someone like Francis Naganu, I do not care. Nagano's got bombed. I'm just example here. It doesn't matter okay, yeah, if not, you fought. Not... In, it doesn't matter. I think Polish, he's got power. I think he's got. The, oh, he definitely does. Izzy hasn't seen this kind of power before. That's what I think. And I think one good shot, one good shot will knock him out. Even though, I, like I said, I agree. I do think Izzy wins. 
and I think he actually wins either by submission or by submission decision. Submission, Adesanya. That would yeah. be very interesting. You know, this is the fight. Again, if Jan wins, I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be happy. Oh, Jan is... You this is a win-win fight for me. But it's it's Izzy, and it's like, it's if he loses, because he's undefeated, right? He's one of the undefeated yeah. fighters. It's going to be like, he just lost. But I feel like he gets a little bit of leeway. I mean, a lot of people are going to talk trash. John Jones is oh. definitely going to talk some trash, calling him out, being like, oh, you know, you said you could beat anyone. You couldn't even beat the guy I could have probably beat, blah, blah, blah. You know, John Jones is going to talk trash. People are going to talk trash. But if you look at it, it's like, oh, yeah, he lost. But, I mean, he's still the champion, and that maybe he wasn't ready. Maybe he'll come back later. There's, like, there's an escape for him. If he loses, obviously, probably for him, he won't take that escape. He'll yeah. definitely hang his head low and try to improve on that. But uh, I want to go into that. Izzy wins. And, of course, Dana Waits is going to go for a third fight. Are you kidding me? I don't that's yeah, un, That's money. Fight, but like, I, that's a money fight. Dana, it is. But Dana's also, like, very, like, mm-hmm. he wants different people showcasing the title on each division. He doesn't want one guy to completely rule the UFC. Like, Why what not? if Adesanya goes to the bantamweight division <laughs> and he's he way taller women, than these people? He goes to women's bro- straw weight and just decides to beat him up. For, hey, the- <laughs> I don't know. If McGregor McGregor could have done it. Uh, but let's say, let's say Daniel was like, yes, sure. Okay, if Adesanya wins... He does not go up to heavyweight. He's gonna. Ha- he's not gonna want to go there. And if you he does, so. that guy's got some balls. Okay, that guy's got. Here's cause... the thing. I I don't see him. I there's only one reason why I see him going to heavyweight. I think, and they're gonna try to push Ganu? this. No, 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 no. Steve Nagano. Steve Nagano. If they have the title by the time that comes around, nah, Nagano's just gonna not Nagano. Um, what's it called? <laughs> Adesanya is just going to go uh, right to welterweight right away. He's like, you know what? I'm not dealing with that. I'll just Well, the next, one of the next pay-per-views is Ngannou Stipe for yeah. the title. But cool. here's the thing. I think John Jones Bones, if he has John the Bones title. Jones, yeah. Or, yeah, John Jones Bones, whatever you want to call him. John Bones Jones. John, John Bones Jones. Jones. John Jones, if he has the title, I can see Adesanya be like, you know what? He won't yeah. have the title, though. I don't know, man. He's – hey, he's he money. Just, no. He's money, but I think Dana won't just let him come back from all what's happened with him and just go for a title yeah. fight. Yeah, he will. Yeah, because John well, Jones is a money person. Big money guy. Stupid, they did with Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor punched an old man in the back of the head, and he came back. Yeah, but it wasn't like, a title fight. Yeah, but if he had won. It was a fight. And he, he won in 46 yeah, seconds, so. Exactly. He beat up two old men. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Sorry, Donald. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Donald. Two old men <laughs> in like a span of a year. And he got no charges off that BS. Um, no, but they would. They would. For yeah. sure. They'll but probably if, have one okay, fight. If Nganu faces oh, honestly, John Jones. I think if, it's if like Ngannou the Stipe fight. Have... Stipe dodged him and didn't really take much shots. And he tired him out. And that's how John Jones would beat him. Yeah, if, but I, I think Nganu's like going to beat Stipe. I do too. I hope so. I, I love Nganu. I think he will win the title and he's going to be... An amazing, amazing, amazing champion. But the problem with Naganu is I feel like his stamina is not up there. Really? Yeah. I mean, with his first title fight, it looked awful. He got past the two rounds and he looked gassed. Hopefully this time he's conditioned himself better. I mean, he was still raw back then, really. Now I think this is like the scariest. He's in his prime. Uh, he's been taking those shots from Ryan Garcia's on Twitter or on Instagram, sorry. And I mean, hey, I mean, shot, little shots are not fun. 
body shot challenge. Um, well, going back to Adesanya. Yeah. Do you think he I goes think, to Walter White? Yeah, he goes to Walter White, and he's gonna he's okay. gonna beat Usman. And then this is the thing that two, the, he goes to Bantamweight next. No, no, no. He's gonna go to Welterweight because Usman's gonna realize there's not really much competition. Yeah. Because I mean, Masvidal, yeah, but like, no. Who's really there? They need someone but to come up. But if you think there. about it, you have the Nigerian Nightmare versus Adesanya, who is of Nigerian descent. descent. Like he, he is Ni- he is Nigerian, moved to. Uh, He's New from Zealand. Nigeria. Yeah, he yeah. moved to New Zealand. So it's Nigeria versus Nigeria in all aspects. And honestly, I think if there's anyone that could beat Usman, it's, it's Adesanya. I think Adesanya could almost mop the floor of Usman sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's uh, why Usman, Usman doesn't want to fight him. Usman, like, I, I would like to see it. Usman having an interview, Adesanya walk in and just have the two belts and then kind of look at his belt. I just want to see Usman's face if he'd be like tempted at all. I mean, mind you, that, Usman, I know Usman. If he ever watched this, he'd be he'd be finding my Instagram or something and trashing yeah, me. But for sure, because because of everything. But uh, I think if there's one guy that could potentially be a threat to Usman, it's Adesanya. I agree. But that um, he'd have to drop down weight. It's up to uh, him. That's a lot of weight too, and he's six four. And I mean, he'd we'll have see how to he reach on him, and it wouldn't look good for right. Usman. No, but... no, no. I mean, tonight he still has the reach advantage, advantage against Jan, and that's crazy because Jan's a yeah. big man. Jan's so, big. He's, I think it's like seventy-eight to eighty. That's insane. So yeah, uh, for sure. We'll, we'll see, see what Adesanya. I mean, it's even if he wins. Mm-hmm. This is a, this by far is the best card, for twenty twenty-one. Nothing's yeah. gonna beat it. This main event is gonna be potentially the most like neutral main event for me. I mm-hmm. I go Adesanya because I love Adesanya, but yeah, Jan is like a close second for me. So. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like I like I said, um, it's one of those nights where I think it's the same look like Gilbert Burns in the sense like it didn't matter who won, I'd be happy either way. This one's one of those fights too. Whoever wins, I'd be happier either way because you know they're both just great fighters. Um, you know, Jan wins, he then can call it John Jones. Hey, John Jones, you haven't fight me yet. Uh, you know. I, want to I would that love I'm, to see him. I'd yeah. love to see that. I want to prove to people that I'm, you know, I'm the new big head. Polish of the, power is the next yeah. thing. Um, or then if you got Adesanya, what does he do next? Does he stay in light heavyweight for a bit and drop that middleweight title, or does he just fight in between here and there? Um, do we see Usman get? There's so many like opportunities here. Hey, Polish power moves up to heavyweight, and he becomes a two-time champ, like DC. Maybe. I think Maybe. that's a, a good champ. one. That's a good one. Um. Or Polish power moves down the middleweight and goes for Adesanya's title. Adesanya's title? I mean, uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know about that one. But No, I don't think so. Um, I think he's, his frame's too big to be a His frame be is a middleweight. heavyweight, heavyweight. Yeah. Um, Adesanya's frame is perfect. He can move down to welterweight if he really wanted to. But I think that would just that would just kill him uh, mentally. And it, that would just be too much body water being lost during that time. Quick question though for Adesanya: Does he come out dancing tonight? Oh, for sure, for sure. He's got. And it. if He's he wins, does he do his signature dance? Which one? The one where he? Uh... Not, not the Costa one. That was okay. Cause okay. Because okay, okay, yeah. he Costa deserved yeah, it. Yeah, Costa yeah. Like, yeah like, what did God do to do? What did God do to deserve this? <laughs> no, no, would, no, I think yeah, he would have sure. complete respect for Jan. Yeah, he probably do still his little dance. You know, he does a dance. He'll probably still do it. Um. So we'll have to see. I think that's all the time we have, though, for today's show. So everyone tune in tonight for the fight if you are listening at the time. If you're not, you know, let us know what you think on our Instagram at 
the final buzzer PC from Tyler and Kevin. That's all for today's show. Have a good night and stay safe. Yeah.